Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part two in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. Because when you think of judicial system, that's based in the word justice and... And justice is based in like rules and, Mm -hmm. and bringing about, like, like you mentioned earlier, um, making, making wrongs right. And when I, when I go back, like when I look at it from a biblical perspective, when you go back to kind of, um, some of the most famous rules, you know, the 10 commandments, the question is like, why are the rules there? Mm -hmm. And I think, I think that the rules are there to protect the people, right? They're actually for the people's good. And if that's the case, then justice, then the rules, then the law is, is there. The purpose is to, is to protect, is is to keep us safe. Yeah. And not to keep us safe from the, from the other, it's to keep us safe. Like the really crazy thing about Jesus is he tore down a lot of those barriers where like, um, like love your enemy as yourself stuff. It wasn't just love other Christians, love other believers. It's love your enemies. So it's loving everybody. So these rules got like expanded to like, these aren't just rules for us. This is seeking justice for everybody, which means, oh man, it's the, I want to say this clearly. If the reason why we're talking about mercy and justice is because we want to make things right for, for the person that has been harmed, but we also, so we want them to heal, but we also want the person who is the, who committed the, the harm. We want them to heal also. And that's the complicated thing in Christianity where it's like, I am seeking mutual respect and, and I'm also wanting us to be healed, even the person who did the harm. So that is, so we can't, we can't ignore either. Because if it's just punishment focused, then it's all about how do I make the person hurt who already made someone hurt? And if it's redemption focused, that is everybody. So it's us as a community, Christian community, identifying that we want the person who hurt somebody to get better. And we want the person who was hurt to get better and requires community with both. And I think that's such an important point that you make, Austin, because... Oftentimes we get so focused on the behavior that we, we dehumanize the situation where mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to sit here and get judgmental about someone else. I'll just make it personally about me. If I find myself in a place where my justice threat is so tweaked that I want someone else to hurt because of what they've done, I mean, I don't think, I don't, I don't think that's a good place to be for me. Like, because no. that's not the purpose of it. The, again, the purpose of the rules, the law of justice is the flourishing of all people. And so if I find myself so upset that I want someone else to harm because they've caused harm, then I'm, then I'm all of a sudden perpetuating the same evil that I'm upset about, which I think is what we see in the world that is so troubling is oftentimes people will react to wrong with wrong. They'll react to injustice with injustice. We'll respond to evil with evil. And it's so fascinating how we're often so blind to that in ourselves. And, and I think that's why we see the perpetuation of evil in society because in, in, within churches, within all kinds of institutions and families and so on and so forth is because um, it's so, it's often easy 
to find, to identify a problem. It's, it's a whole different story to, um, to endorse genuine solutions because oftentimes genuine solutions are hard because they take humility, they take forgiveness, they take patience and they take actually listening to the other. Um, and ultimately, like you said, wanting the enemy or what you might call the enemy, you want that you actually want good for them. Um, to be able to, to, to imagine the, the person or the persons that wronged you and to be like, you know what? Um, I, I obviously don't want to put myself in a situation like that again with them. Cause, cause that would be unwise, um, to go back even to the example of maybe someone who harmed a kid that I mentioned earlier. But like, if I want them to hurt, you know, that's that, that, that is that really good? <laughs> like, is that good? Um, not to not to open up a can of worms here, but that's where even personally where I've wrestled a lot with like capital punishment and the idea of killing someone because of something they've done wrong. Like purse I'm I'm glad that I'll never have to be in the position to make that choice. But just the thought of it really strikes me as the opposite of of what God is about. But that's where the Bible is complicated because you see God, you know, destroying evil people in the Old Testament. So we're definitely talking about something that is complicated, but where I want to kind of try to land the plane here, I'm not saying, you know, is because what I just said, you know, might leave some confused, but Matthew 7, 2, which is in the New Testament, you know, it says, for you will, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation, it says, for you will be treated as you treat others. The standard you use in judging is the standard by which you will be judged. That's a very powerful, uh, that's a very powerful um, passage there. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part four in our conversation. We'll see you then.